if you like kangaroos wearing boxer shorts, you will like the audio buffet. If you like the way warm paper feels after a nice printing, then you'll like the audio buffet. (laughs) If you like the way silly putty feels between your toes, you'll like the audio buffet. Jeremy, I got a joke for you. Go for it. There is a ship's captain, and he's walking on the deck of his ship when one of his crew runs up to him and says, Captain, an enemy ship is approaching. The captain replies calmly, Go get my red shirt. The crewman goes and gets the shirt and brings it back to the captain. The enemy ship comes in, and heavy rounds are fired. There's cannonballs flying all over the place, and after a long and drawn-out battle, they win. And the crewman runs up to the captain, and he says, Sir, congratulations, but... Why the red shirt? And the captain looks at him stoically and says, If I got injured, my blood wouldn't be seen, and I didn't want the men to lose hope. Well, just a minute later, another crewman runs up to him and says, Captain, there's 30 more ships coming in. And the captain looks calmly at him and says, Go get my yellow pants. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> got a joke for you. All right, bring it. What does a nosy pepper do? I don't know. It gets... Jalapeno business. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> so today we are talking about laughter. So we figured it would be a good idea to start off with just some general silliness. Mm-hmm. Got to put some jokes out there. Yep. And laughter is one of those things that pretty much everybody can relate to because we all do it. And if you've listened to the show for any amount of time, you know that Jeremy and I, well, we like laughing. I love it. It's good. It's fantastic. Laughter is fun. Makes my belly go bump, 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 bump. (laughs) Whatever that means. Right. (laughs) So I figured we would go ahead and do an episode on this thing that we both enjoy. So very, very much. Jeremy, what are some of the benefits of laughter? We'll just start there. We know that laughter is fun. It makes us feel great when we're doing it. And you're not thinking about anything else except for what you're laughing at. Uh, One of the big benefits after doing some research and reading it boosts your immune system so not only is laughter good for you it also helps your body protect itself from the stuff that's bad for you yeah it's free medicine pretty much which is pretty great it can also actually lower stress hormones a lot of people will actually you know tell a joke by way of diffusing a stressful situation or breaking the ice And also uh, another nice benefit is that it relaxes your muscles, except for your stomach muscles because you're engaging those while you're laughing. That's true. But it relaxes your other muscles. Yeah. You ever laugh so hard that your stomach is all cramping up afterwards? Oh, yeah. It feels like like, the top of your abdomen is going to explode. Yeah. Yeah, I've had that before. That's like my favorite ab workout. (laughs) (laughs) Laughing. Yeah. Because I don't actually have to sweat. True that. Those are uh, physical benefits to your health. There are also mental benefits to your health that laughter helps out with. That's true. And we did actually already mention the one that it relieves stress. It actually lowers the stress hormones in your body. So it can actually make you feel better and it's not just a placebo effect. Right. And thus it can improve your mood as well. When you're laughing, you're not sad in that moment. Or any other outside stimuli are really not bothering you. You're thinking about that joke or... Um, that funny fall or that video that you're watching on YouTube. Yeah. And actually, people that laugh on a regular basis 
are really more resilient to those stressful situations when they do show up. And obviously there are, you know, the social benefits of laughing. People like being around someone that, you know, gives off that lighthearted air and just... Yeah, and laughing can also help when you're doing your regular job as well. It can enhance the teamwork of your team, mm-hmm. and it promotes group bonding. It does. Yeah, it can also lead to, in a social setting, a shift in perspective. If there's a problem, either that you're facing individually or that, let's say you're working on a project with a group of people, uh, you're cracking a joke about whatever it is you're working on can actually help shift the perspective and give you a whole new view on whatever the problem is and can lead to a solution far easier than sitting down and having a very stoic brainstorming session for an hour. Yeah, that's very true, especially when, like we were saying earlier, it relieves stress. If there's something stressful that's going on at work or at home and you can kind of make light of the situation. So we know the benefits of it. We know this is what happens when we do laugh. The question I would like to ask now is why? do we laugh? What causes this laughter? One reason that we do laugh is that it shows a social indication that you don't mean any harm towards that other person or party. Which is probably why, you know, some people find that sarcastic humor kind of funny, because even though you're not necessarily going to be, you know, laughing uproariously about somebody saying, oh, no, I think that's a great idea. There's still humor in that. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you might laugh out loud, but it indicates in other ways that you know, they don't actually mean this in a malicious way or they don't intend any harm by whatever they're doing. Mm-hmm. In the animal world, because some animals do actually exhibit a laughter-like vocalization under certain stimuli, the researchers have actually found that these animals are more inclined to be around other animals that give these kind of indications. Like showing happiness and things like that. Yeah, it's like you were saying, it's a social indication that this person isn't competing with me. It's just a way, basically, to say, look, we can just hang out. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not trying to prove that I'm better than you at anything or that I'm trying to assert my dominance as alpha male of the pack or anything like that. Right. It kind of shows that, hey, I'm willing to be in community with you. Yeah. Yeah. Which is pretty cool if you think about it in those regards. And we still kind of do that. When you think of the relationship between a parent and a baby, that's one of the first forms of communication that can really be understood Mm -hmm. even before the language centers of the brain are fully developed and they learn how to communicate using sounds that we have labeled as words. It's a type of vocalization. It is a spoken communication in that regard. Mm -hmm. And another reason why we laugh is because of tickling. But why does tickling make us laugh? When we're touched on our skin, your skin picks up the pressure and then your brain interprets them as a pleasurable feeling. Yeah, there's another part of the brain that's activated at the same time, which has to do with the fight or flight instinct. Now, this has been pointed at by some researchers as a form of training for young. Let's say that I live in a society that is out in the wild and I'm prone to some kind of warfare with another tribe or something like that. If I'm messing around with my kid, you know, we're wrestling, playing around and everything, and they're laughing, that conditions their brain to know that these are the parts of me that are most sensitive. These are the parts of me that I need to make sure stay safe. Places like, you know, the chest where your heart is. My son is incredibly ticklish on his chest. Mm -hmm. It's hilarious. 
Uh, obviously, the armpits are super ticklish. Right above the knee, you ever get that squeeze? Oh, yeah, when people know? squeeze the top of your leg. I'm oh, always geez. like, oh, I hate that. <laughs> <laughs> and some people do hate tickling, which would actually indicate that the fight-or-flight response in you is being triggered more at that instance than the pleasure center. Right. So it's almost like a defensive mechanism if you're out in the wild or, you know, just out and about interacting with people. Right. Tickling research suggests that our brains have kind of evolved to send this signal out to an aggressor to kind of show submission. Hey, Chris. Yes, Jeremy. Why can't I tickle me? Well, that's because your brain knows that it's coming. So it doesn't have that element of surprise. When you're going to self-tickle, Let's say I'm going to stick my hand in my armpit and just start moving my fingers around. It might feel weird. <laughs> that would also look weird. Probably. I'm, I'm going to demonstrate that. Yeah. I'll do that on the next uh, the next time we do a periscope. <laughs> yeah. I'll demonstrate self-tickling and how it's clearly not funny. <laughs> That'll be riveting viewing. Mm-hmm. Scratching your armpits, pretty much. But when you're doing that, your brain knows, okay, I'm not in any danger because most people aren't going to harm themselves. Hmm. In that regard. So your brain's like, I'm not in any danger. So you don't have that sense of fight or flight. You don't have the same reaction. Yeah. When I was little, I used to try and tickle myself. Now, it does feel weird, though. It it, It definitely feels weird to stick your fingers in your armpit. Well, yeah. And we are not the only animals in the world that can be tickled as well. That's true. Gorillas, rats, and dogs can be tickled. And that's just what we have discovered so far. There's a video on YouTube of a scientist, Dr. Pangsep, who is a researcher in this field, actually tickling the rats. As we have listened to animals playing, we have heard what appeared to be the sounds of laughter. And uh, we studied these for a couple of years without quite understanding that this might be laughter. And then one day we decided to tickle some animals. And we realized that we had to look at the sounds at a very different register than we can hear. So we uh, obtained these transducers that are called bat detectors that can bring very high frequencies down to our auditory range. And when we did this and we listened in, we could tickle animals and generate a lot of vocal activity that appeared to be laughter. These animals would begin to enjoy our company and they would start to play with our hands and wherever we would put our hands, they would follow it. And when we tested these animals to ask whether they were enjoying this kind of activity, the unambiguous answer was yes. That was neat. (laughs) That was very cool. It was also discovered that rats have, quote-unquote, tickle skin, uh, just like humans do. Yeah, so they have the sensitive areas like the armpits and the underbelly and where they are more sensitive and more vulnerable to these tickle attacks, if you will. The laughter is associated with social bonding, and actually doing this experiment, it resulted in the rats becoming more conditioned to seek tickling. And rats aren't the only ones that do this. Dogs will actually make vocalizations that indicate they want to play as well. They're not technically laughter sounds, but it's a lower frequency pant than just, I'm hot, it's hot out here. It indicates, I want to play. And they've actually played recordings 
of that vocalization in kind of a more stressful situation, like a dog pound. And it has led to the animals being happier and it will actually prime them for play activities and things like that. So it is, again, this social cue that something good is happening. Do you want to be part of it? And we're talking about animals. A more intelligent animal being the gorilla has found another thing funny besides tickling. Uh, Coco is a gorilla that was in Woodside, California. She learned a bunch of sign language. She also learned to laugh at jokes. When she was asked, what can you think of that's hard? The gorilla signed rock and work. She also tied her trainer shoelaces together and signed chase. (laughs) Which is awesome because she knew that if she did that, he was going to fall on his face and she would have found that funny. Mm -hmm. Which is great. Slapstick is... Oh, yeah. Universal. (laughs) Coco the gorilla. Yep. And laughter as we've mentioned being that social cue, we should probably also mention the phenomena of laugh tracks. Now you've probably seen some sitcom where something happens that's kind of funny, but then they have that canned laughter. (laughs) Now that started back in 1950. The Hank McCune show was the first show to actually include a laugh track because they didn't film that show in front of a live studio audience. So they didn't have that genuine live laughter, but they figured that people at home would be cued in by the simple sound of laughter to laugh along and find that scene more funny. Have you ever watched the YouTube video of, it was a sitcom, I want to say it was Friends, and they used the laugh track, and they took the sound of the laughter out of the show, and it just sounded really weird. I have seen that. It actually just makes it really creepy. Mm-hmm. It makes it really weird. Yeah. <laughs> it's definitely not as funny. But, you know, as it currently stands, we're being conditioned the same way those dogs in the animal shelter were. You know, we say, oh, well, this must be a great place to laugh, and we suddenly find the situation more amusing than maybe we otherwise would. And that brings up the phenomena of contagious laughing. Here's a crazy story about contagious laughing. In 1962, an outbreak of contagious laughter erupted in a girls' boarding school in Tanzania, in Africa. The first symptoms appeared on January 30th, and when three girls got the giggles and couldn't stop laughing, it just kept going. It spread to 95 other students. The school had to close. (laughs) Wow, it got that bad? Yeah, the girls were sent home. Jeez. And did it close, like, the next day, or... March 18th. Are you serious? So they were laughing for months. They were laughing from January until March. Oh, my gosh. So they had to close the school, which is crazy. That's the best epidemic ever. (laughs) Yeah, and the healthiest epidemic. (laughs) Yeah, and apparently the two girls that started that epidemic of laughing, they were sent home, and they kind of acted as carriers of... Whatever you want to call it. I wouldn't call it a disease or an illness or something like that. Laughter virus. Yeah. They spread that. And eventually, about two and a half years later, when the laughter finally died down and they realized what was going on, they did a rough count of how many people had been affected by this contagious laughter over this time. And they counted it to be right around a thousand people. That's that that were infected with the laughter virus. Yeah. I mean, that sounds okay, because, you know, laughing's fun. Yeah, until it hurts your belly. Yeah. 
<laughs> it was probably a relatively stress-free time at that particular boarding school for the students anyway i imagine the faculty was a little annoyed <laughs> couldn't teach anybody anything right what are you gonna do send them to detention for laughing and then they keep all laughing and then they keep going to detention yep so i guess that's kind of why they had to close the school that's insane man that's just nuts crazy so Maybe that particular laughter epidemic has, you know, petered off. Let's say somebody really needs a good laugh. Maybe they're stressed. Maybe they just need to unwind from a a tough week at work or whatever it might be. Do you have any suggestions if people just need a good belly laugh? Go buy a whoopee cushion. (laughs) Fart Uh. jokes are always funny, aren't they? (laughs) Uh, And get the self-inflating ones. Those are always good. Yeah, and that way you don't have to, you know, slobber all over that thing that somebody just sat on. (laughs) Because that's nasty. (laughs) Yeah. What's another way, my friend? Well, we did mention that you could watch a funny movie or a TV show, Mm -hmm. maybe with or without a laugh track. A game night could be really fun. If you get together with a few of your close friends and just kind of hang out, maybe have a couple of beers, it'll get funny. Yeah, definitely. I can actually recommend a good game. It's called Quelf. It's Q-U-E-L-F. It is awesome. You've pretty much got to leave your inhibitions at the door because you're going to look ridiculous. (laughs) But it's so much fun if you have a good group of people. Yes, and another game that I could actually suggest is Apples to Apples. If you've never played that game... That's a great one for laughter. You don't even have to have a beer for that one. Yep. Uh, pets are great. Mm-hmm. They're just ridiculous little sources of mirth and humor. Especially if you get a cat with a laser pointer or a cat <laughs> with any kind of thing they could chase. Yep. That's always fun. Yep. You get a dog who's just really, really likes his uh, his stuffed duck chew toy and he's like, whipping it around and just <laughs> looking a dang fool. Other than that. Uh, some advice that was given to me is if you're in a bad mood or you're stressed out or you're sad for no apparent reason, just smile. By smiling, you're flexing muscles in your face that are associated with good feelings. So your brain is going to see that these muscles are moving how they do when you're happy and the chemicals that are released in your brain will actually follow suit and you'll end up starting to feel a little bit better. And sometimes, even if you just... And they actually have this thing called laughter yoga, which sounds ridiculous to me. But I can kind of see the point behind it. If you start by just going, ha, 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 after a while, it's just going to get ridiculous. Yeah, and you're eventually going to really start laughing, especially if there are a lot of other people there. Right, right. You've got people that are in this you know class workout type environment and they're all just making these really silly fake laughter sounds. And eventually it's going to turn into real laughter. Mm-hmm, that's true. Uh, you can also do what we did at the beginning of the show and tell a joke. Yeah. Or one of my favorite things to do is to go on YouTube and just type in fails. Oh, yeah. <laughs> those can be great. Those people kind of put those videos out there for us to see anyway. It's true. I mean, most of the time those people are okay and you know they realize that they looked ridiculous after the fact and it's okay to laugh at those like america's funniest videos right trampoline accidents or people getting hit in the head or stuff with plastic bats that are using four pinatas yep or uh the classic one of dad standing a little too close to little timmy while he's swinging a bat (laughs) (laughs) Mm. it hurts at the time but afterward everybody else is laughing yep (laughs) somebody get dad a bag of frozen peas Well, I think that's pretty much it for today. Yep. Just remember to tell your friends, 
Go and search the audio buffet on iTunes. Give us a five-star rating. Shoot us a review. Maybe even a couple of laughs there. Put a couple of ha-has in the message. And we will certainly appreciate that. Yes, indeed. So, until next time, everybody, just remember, if you enjoy watching the turntable in the microwave, you'll like the audio buffet. Bye, guys. Bye. (laughs) Make them laugh. Make them laugh. Don't you know everyone wants to laugh? My dad said, be an actor, my son. But be a comical one, they'll be standing in lines for those old honky-tonk monkey shines. Now you could study Shakespeare, be quite elite, and you could charm the critics and have nothing to eat. Just slip on up and banana peel the world at your feet. Make them laugh, make them laugh, make them laugh. Make them laugh, make them laugh. Don't you know everyone wants to laugh? Grandpa said, go out and tell them a joke. But give it plenty of hope. Make them roar. Make them scream. Take a full bottle walls with a scene. You start off by pretending you're a dancer with grace. You wiggle till they're giggling all over the place. And then you get a great big custard pie in the face. Make them laugh, make them laugh, make them laugh.